The flow of cocaine coming into the United States is becoming a war. He rules an empire. Gentlemen, Ramon Cota, the world's wealthiest drug dealer. A world of corruption and violence. His power crosses every border. In democracy, great. But now, he's crossed the wrong man. It would have been such a beautiful team. Not on your best day, pal. Hey everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers, I'm JD. And I'm Randy. And today we're talking about a movie from 1990 called Delta Force 2. The Colombian Connection? Starring of all people, and you're not going to guess who this is, Chuck Norris. John P. Ryan. Billy Drago. Paul Perry, Richard Jackal, Bagona Plaza, Mateo Gomez, and Hector Mercado. And directed by... Aaron Norris. And and directed by the esteemed Aaron Norris. So, if you, uh, stop me if you've seen this one before, there's a drug dealer who's uh, selling uh, illegal drugs in uh, America and these needs to be stopped and they send Chuck Norris and a squad to go get him. But Chuck Norris will only do it if it's above board and only agrees to it after his buddy dies. Also, this movie is only loosely connected to the original Delta Force movie. It might as well not even be called Delta Force, to be quite honest. I'm pretty positive they never actually mentioned his actual name in the movie. If they do, it's probably in like one or two scenes because... And they generally refer to him as Hey You or Hey Soldier. (laughs) Yeah, because uh, this movie doesn't really feel like it's related to the other one at all. It just feels like they had the title and they figure, well, that was a success. Let's put the title onto this one. Hey, the, the previous styles of movies that Chuck Norris was in recently were rather popular. Let's do it in that same style, but let's also use the Delta Force title. Pretty much, that's what it feels like. Because remember, JD, going into trivia a little bit right here, the movie was originally called Spitfire Delta Force 2, oh, and yeah. was going to star Michael Dudikoff and Steve James. Mm-hmm. They passed on it. The movie then was going to be called Stranglehold Delta Force 2, which they brought to Chuck Norris, and Chuck Norris read the script and said, this is awful. I dislike this script. Rewrite it. So they did. Mm-hmm. And that's what we wound up with. Wasn't there another director tied to this at some point? Yes, but uh, Michael Norris. Uh, Chuck Norris didn't like him very much, and it was Michael Winner. Apparently, this was a, uh, a property passed around Canon Films quite a bit at the time because... Uh, a lot of the names that popped up here are ones we've talked about many times on this. And Chuck Norris just seems to not like people. He's, <laughs> he's the Michael Pere of the canon film groups, apparently. I have absolutely no idea what went on behind the scenes in this movie, but... I think Chuck Norris just had it with canon at this point. Uh, I... This movie cost $16 million and would make only roughly $7 million. Mm, at the, the box office. At, anyway. at the box office. Um, mm-hmm. General impression-wise, this movie is long. It's about an hour 50 minutes. It should be about an hour 35. They months. broke their rule mm-hmm. that of we can get more butts in the seats if we have a movie every hour yeah. and a half. Yeah. But no, instead we make almost a two-hour druser of a movie. I don't know if that's even a word. <laughs> it shouldn't have been that long. It was... It, there's... Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's not that the movie, like, the you're getting to the end of the movie, you're like, why didn't this end 20 minutes ago? It's more like, why is this still happening? Oh, right, because there's 20 minutes of the movie that shouldn't be here, and it should have already been, we should have already finished. And because we've seen all this before in other canon movies, it's like, this is literally 
Delta Force, Cross, Missing in Action. It's boilerplate Chuck Norris. Um, yeah, it's, it's boilerplate. It's, it's everything you expect the, a Chuck Norris movie to be at this this period of time. It's it's even a Michael Dudikoff movie. It's like it's very yeah. much just it's what you by expect. the numbers, and they were desperate for money. They were cash strapped, and I think they were actually glad when Chuck Norris didn't like the script, so they could rewrite it to be cheaper. <laughs> Probably actually, would surprise me. They so, Canon Film Group actively passed on the original version of the script because it was going to cost too much and they still spent 16 million on it well yeah uh, one thing i can say about the movie is that it doesn't actually look cheap there's no, a lot of explosions and uh, a lot of sh people being shot thrown off of things stabbed it's and unlike the first delta force movie you mm. can actually see how the action affects each other Instead yeah. of just randomly blind firing and never showing what's happening. Well, there's a lot of action in the movie, and it's pretty well done for the most part. Uh, the, the biggest... But also incredibly unmemorable. Well, the biggest problem with the movie is it takes a long time to get started. Um, his friend who dies at the beginning dies at about the 30-minute mark. Are we and sure it's not like the 40-minute mark? No, it's the 30-minute mark, because the, the first 30 minutes is literally them getting uh, Billy Drago's character, capturing him bringing him through the skydiving thing remember that yes and then to the court and then it's the court and then he goes after him and kills his family and then Bill, billy drago kills him so it's like it's that's like 30 minutes of the it go it's going i was, I was like waiting that. for that courtroom scene to become the courtroom scene out of the beginning of toy soldiers which was also released in 1990. i actually think that would have helped the movie if it would have done something like that to be quite honest but uh, i guess you wouldn't have had the the subtle little moment at the end with uh Chuck Norris and Billy Drago, he just lets him drop. But uh, other than that, like I said, um, other than the fact, like I said, it, you should, it should have started a lot faster than it did. It's pretty typical otherwise. It's, it's canon's greatest hits. It's they're, they're basically taking the best parts out of previous Chuck Norris films, previous Michael Dudikoff films, I could see, previous other action films, and just cobbling it together. I can see why this is a lot of people's uh, favorite canon movie, because it does cover all the bases pretty well. I mean, they, they literally try to reenact the scene from Invasion USA by buying a mall and blowing it up. This one, they bought an abandoned mansion, which I do have a piece of trivia on in a minute, mm -hmm. that they then blew up after they made renovations to. Yeah, like I said, they went out of their way. And that one. trivia is, is that mm -hmm. they were able to buy that mansion for cheap, a million dollars, if you call that cheap, because mm -hmm. it was unfinished in the Philippines, because it was being built for a visit from Ronald Reagan, mm -hmm. then president, that didn't go through. No. So, that so that's that. why they're like, oh, we have no problem with you. Give us money, you can blow it up. No, that explains that quite well. Uh, but also, um, also keeping in mind the, the time period this came out, and we've covered uh, so far 1989, 1990 this season. And this also is, early 80s, mid 80s. This is probably the most expensive and uh of the 90s yes uh, and best looking of the movies we've done so far for mm. this period maybe not best directed well maybe not best directed but i mean best looking on a budget level it feels the closest to one of the older ones we would have watched um mostly they were keeping it safe around this time i guess they were expecting this to be a big hit and i guess it did well enough considering there is a third one but that didn't come out for a couple more years and it went straight to video that one and it wasn't uh starring chuck norris but I guess as it is, it did well enough. And I guess that's the best thing you could say about the movie is it's what you expect and it did what it was supposed to do. <laughs> so what is your highlight of the film? 
Uh, I like the uh, ending escalation where the, the firefight moves into the, the helicopter, moves into the air where he falls out of the air. It, it did the right amount of escalation. I just wish it would have happened earlier in the movie because it took too long to get there because we had 20 minutes of the movie we shouldn't have had. I will agree with you there. I will say that is probably the highlight of the movie, that and the action sequence around when he first climbs up the mountain and infiltrates the mansion mm-hmm. as he steadily kills all the guards in the building. Mm-hmm. So I, I will say those are like the highlights of the action of the films. Yeah. But lowlights, mm-hmm. oof, the lowlights of this film. This movie is long. Yeah. This movie, the acting is not great. There's some line reads that I literally went, you seriously went with that? <laughs> um, the script, not that great. It's the direction, okay. Aaron Norris, uh, is not that great of a director, but the he's action confident. worked. Yeah, he's more of a TV director, if you understand what I'm saying there. Well, like, all the stuff he's too is like, is, you mentioned too, is like, it's confident, which is like, to me, this is what this movie just is. It just meets that threshold. It's it's like everybody in the movie was just there for their paycheck and wanted to get out of it. And it just kind of resulted with a bunch of people dying in a wow. terrible, terrible accident with a helicopter. Well, that's not the first time that's happened either. It's this unfortunate accident, but um, a bunch of people were killed in a helicopter accident on the side of this film. In the Philippines before they, 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 they took a hiatus and then filmed the rest of it in Tennessee. Yeah. So what's your low light of the film? Oh, we already said it. It's the fact that the movie's too long. It's about, like you said, it's, this movie is about an hour and 50 minutes. Even when I first looked it up, I'm like, why is it an hour and 50 minutes? It's like, even when a canon film is bad and boring at least they're generally only an hour and a half well this uh, movie was competent in nearly two hours so that made it even worse well that's um, what i've said about the movie and my, my problem with a lot of these lengths of these movies is, as i said when you're doing like an action type, type movie or a genre movie unless you have a very 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 good reason and most movies do not have a very good reason you should never have it be over like um hundred minutes unless the movie is non-stop action yes it should never near two hours there's not enough material to to support it i've said this before and i'll say it again the john wick movies are close to like two hours and their non-stop action carries the momentum Mm -hmm. other that and the fact that keanu reeves is such a likable person yeah but the story itself supports that for a movie this movie the story did not support it because it was just constantly reiterating okay we we went into columbia airspace and we kidnapped this guy to get him tried in the u.s oops he got out so we got to go into columbian airspace and columbian land and steal him try to steal him again that's a movie that even just reading that you're like okay that's easy 80 to 90 minute movie but for some reason it's like I said, an hour, 50 minutes? No. And you feel every minute of it. it it's not even a pacing issue. It's no. just there's too much that's there. That's what I said. That's what, what, what my complaint was, is it needed to have 20 minutes cut out, especially out of that beginning. That 30 minutes to get the actual setup is way too long, especially for an action movie. So I'm going to give this movie a two, mm-hmm. and that's simply because I said at some point... I was actually, for the most part up to about maybe an hour and 20 minutes an hour and a half going eh, it's an okay movie it's a three star movie it's not mm-hmm. not great and then it continued to drag I'm like well it's leaning more towards three yeah. but if this movie goes on for more than 10 more minutes it went on for 20 more minutes um, <laughs> I'm going to drop it a whole star because no this isn't working this is starting to get mm-hmm. boring and it started to get boring 
which you don't want in an action film. You don't want no. the action to get boring. No, you don't want that. And as I said, the that's the weakest part of the movie. And they really, I don't even know why they let it be that long because Canon was infamous about uh, it has to be shorter, it has to be shorter, it has to be shorter. It's the Golan Globus split. I think one of them was uh, more about been. the uh, might have been the it. strict timelines. That might have been it because. As I said, nah, this movie shouldn't have been that long. It really should have been 20 minutes shorter. But yeah, um, for me, is obviously going to be a three because it's confident. confident. Yeah. That's really all I can say about it. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but there's parts of it I thought were really good. I just wish they would have been, been able to show off better, but they oh couldn't because gosh. it took too long to get to them. I just realized something. What? So does that mean the German home video slash the TV edit that's six minutes shorter is probably the better version of this film? If it's a shorter version of this, it probably is better because there's so much you could cut out that just is not needed to be there. I know they were cut for content, but they only cut six minutes of the more extreme stuff, but that just cuts six minutes off the... Yeah, at the runtime. Off the runtime and pushing into more reasonable space. Well, that's the thing too is there's not even that gory of a movie really. It's just some like the guy getting stabbed with the uh, statue, but for the most part, not uh, really. I've seen that in a Three Ninjas movie. It's not that. <laughs> it's not that uh, bad. Three Ninjas uh, storm the Filipino mansion. Is that what the one you're talking about? Yeah, you know the one where they take down the, the slumlords. <laughs> You know, I was thinking about that, too, because we were talking also about how Chuck Norris kind of switched a bit in the 90s to be more family-friendly, so I was kind of picturing something like that from him. But I think this is maybe one of his last movies like this, because um, not too long after this, he'd slip into more, like I said, uh, sidekicks, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, Top Dog, more more family-friendly oriented Top stuff. Dog. Uh, that the... sort of stuff. Okay, the only good dog movie like that is Turner and Hooch. Not K-9, <laughs> not Top Dog and all their many sequels. It's Turner and Hooch. That's Stop Where My Mom Will Shoot. That's not a dog movie. <laughs> Technically, it's not a dog movie, but man. It's a that, dog. <laughs> that, that mother is a dog. She's a... The movie is a dog. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, there's not much else to say about As this. As you can so. see, this movie has tired us out. And we're slowly, it's too long. And we're slowly being gassed it, to death by my dog, who seems <laughs> to have severe gas. Oh, my God. So, I'm Randy. And I'm JD. And we're done for the night. And this was another exciting edition of the Canon Cruisers. Keep cruising. That Canon catalog. And we'll see you next time, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>
and his own special brand of diplomacy. Skulls out. Chuck Norris, Delta Force 2.